game. I had an up and go, also something you don't get in Europe. Uh, I had a little bit of rice, but didn't really want to stomach that. And then uh, some, some natural confectionery company, mate. Smacked some party mix down. Back to the Press Room Podcast presented by Zwift. Day one of the World Championships here in Wollongong, of course, brought to you by Attacker, who are helping me get all the content throughout this week. Super stoked to have the official apparel partner behind me. Now, today, it was just insane, and I'm belted. I'm absolutely belted. Got nothing left in the tank, but it was such a sick day, and being on the other side of the fence was crazy. It really was crazy, and it kind of hasn't, like sunken in yet because I was there talking with some of the world's best riders only like feet away I had all this access it was amazing and uh, shout out to Megan too my fiance who I managed to get her in on the press room podcast uh, you know as an employee I suppose so we could both do it together and she was really helpful getting the videos that I put up on Instagram as well so it was just crazy being on the other side of the fence and um, really cool to see how the mix zone operated too you know because the riders come into the mix zone and there's basically a lineup of all the different broadcasters. There's Eurosport, there's the Belgian media, Dutch media, Australian media, all that sort of stuff. And they kind of have to go through in these little pens and do an interview, then they do another one, then they do another one. And they kind of have like a Swanier helper team manager who goes, okay, you'll do this one, then you'll do that one. And, uh, you know, I was kind of surprised with how little there of like broadcasters and audiovisual people there were because... I mean, uh, I think it's pretty hard to get the special bibs that allow you to go in there. So, I mean, shout out to um, Tobias from UCI who hooked me up. But some of the broadcasters didn't even know who the writers were. And I, the best example of this was we were waiting for Erska to come through, of course, today Pogacar's uh, wife and the, the gun for Bike Exchange, um, who we saw at the Tour de France, so how good of a climber she is. Now, when she came in, we were waiting for her. And the, the manager kind of calls out, Team Slovenia, Team Slovenia, and to see if any of the broadcasters want to interview her. But no one knew who she was. So she just walked straight past all the major networks. And then I was like, yeah, I'm talking to Ershka, of course. And uh, yeah, you're here. We've got a really cool chat. And um, yeah, so it was just really interesting. And I hope you guys really enjoy this sort of mixed bag of writer interviews. Um, got one on the mechanics as well, and of course talked to Plappy, um, basically right after he finished too. Kind of snuck into the zone where I wasn't meant to be, but uh, I knew he was going to come through. So we had a bit of a chat, and then we caught up a bit later for the mix zone as well. So, legends, I hope you enjoy this. It was a big day for me, super cooked. Um, and I've got a couple of cool rider interviews coming up in the next few days, including Jensen Plowright and Oscar Chamberlain from the Under-19. So, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy this. Share it with your mates. I'll see you on the other side. Okay, so I'm here with Ton Keller. He's one of the mechanics for Team Netherlands. He just told me that Annemiek van Vleuten's coming through. We know how good she is. Three Grand Tour wins this year. Now, Ton, how important is your role and what is, I guess, the most difficult thing about being a mechanic for an international event like this? Well, the, the difficult thing is you, know, you have all different bikes, so all different uh, brands, so that's, that's difficult for us, but um, what your first question was? Well, yeah, what's uh, some of the biggest challenge about being a mechanic for the internet? Yeah, that, that is the biggest challenge. Okay. Yeah, you have so many different uh, bikes. Yeah. So I guess you're, the challenge is going between SRAM, Shimano, and that sort of thing? 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And what what are you usually working on? Do you work for a team as well, on World Tour teams? No, I'm not working for a World Tour team. I'm working for a development team, and that's the team of uh, Axel Merckx. It's uh, Hagen's Hagen's Bam and Action. Yes, yes. And uh, yeah, we're 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 developing some younger younger riders and at the men uh, category. Alison, uh, how good is it to be in Australia? I wondered, have you been here before the race? Um, I've been to Melbourne and Adelaide for a tour down under. Haven't been to to this area yet, but um, yeah, I love being in Australia for the coffee and the brunch. That's right. Apparently, our coffee is pretty expensive. What did you think of the prices when you bought yours uh, earlier this week? <laughs> oh well, so far I just keep getting fans to buy me coffee. <laughs> That's terrific. It sounds like you earned a few more out there on course, uh, going along the coastline and this beautiful scenery. When you were doing the warm-up, did you sort of uh, put your head up and go, you know, take in the course and check it out? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm uh, from Prairie, Alberta, Canada, so we don't get these coastline views. And so, yeah, the water looks great. Um, yeah, beautiful. Even the, the national forest that's near here is pretty cool. Um, just trying to avoid the magpies. I've heard so much about the magpies. We've got them over in Perth, where I'm from, on the west side of Australia, but they're pretty angry. I'll give you the tip, right? The key is, is actually when they go to sweep you, you turn and look at them. That's what you do. <laughs> the eye contact. Seriously. Alison, the key is to just go off the front. So road race, you know what to do, right? <laughs> That's right, okay. <laughs> Legend. Thanks, Alison, and hopefully you uh, feel all right. I did see that you've been to the, as well, been stuck in here. Um, when you do, one last thing, when you do sort of have a crash and come down, and you've obviously got the road race coming up later, at the end of the week, are you thinking about, like, you know, is it going to hurt my legs? Like, you're micro-analyzing how you feel every day after a crash? Yeah, a little bit. Or, you know, I had one moment then right after it was like, maybe I just pull the plug now, save it all for the road race. But I, uh, yeah, I'm a racer through and through, no matter what, you know, you tough it out. And you, and you know what, a lot of times we surprise ourselves. It's our, our mind that quits before our body does. So, yeah, I just refocused. You got to leave it behind you. And then, uh, yeah, race the race. Have you been to Australia before, Elaine? No. First time? Yes, first yes, time. yes. Okay. And I guess first impressions of, uh, of Wollongong and, and uh, I guess the atmosphere. The atmosphere is pretty amazing. Like, there's literally no nowhere on the course that there's nobody. Yeah. Everyone is everywhere and just like they scream, South Africa, go, go, go. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, you're screaming for me. Yeah. It's just like, okay, I need to push, I need to push. The pain is nothing. I can do this, I can do this. But it's, it's pretty, like, a surreal moment. It's a big moment putting on your national kit, right? Like, because you don't get to put it on all the time. So when you do, you must feel like a superhero. <laughs> well, this is actually the first time I'm wearing my national kit. So I feel very privileged that I am able to, like... Because I was just telling the other people that I come from triathlon. So uh, this is... I've not been in cycling for more than two... This end of this year, it will be two years. Um, so for me being here at the World Champs is a surreal moment because I, I didn't even expect to be here two weeks ago so this is quite cool and now like my dad reminded me a few days ago that even though I don't expect much from this race just learning uh, I must take into consideration now I can say like I have Pratia or Springboard colors in triathlon and cycling like wow what a moment that's a huge, a great representation to everyone back home. I'm sure you're inspiring many young women out there back home in South Africa to uh, take up cycling or triathlon um, because look where you can end up at the World Championships yeah. with the best of the best. So uh, thanks, Elaine, for stopping and thanks for saying hi to Heinrich as well. <laughs> Thank you very much. Good luck for your day. Thank you.
Erska, I know you're from the Australian setup and it's pretty cool. This must feel like your second home, right? Uh, well, after two years in the team, it's my first time here. So I'm really excited, but uh, it's a long way here. So uh, you guys are really good if you come to Europe uh, two, three times per, per week, uh, per, per year. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to be here. Everybody's super chatty and super nice, so yeah. I would have thought with all the Aussies on the team, uh, all the crew, they would have uh, given you some of the Australian delicacies to try. So I thought, do you have a favourite Australian food yet? No, but uh, a teammate yesterday said uh, if I have time uh, after the time trial to go and check out a chicken farmy. But I'm not sure what, like... It's a contention, it's, it's a chicken parmy. It's like a chicken with uh, red sauce and cheese. Uh, then I might not get that, no. Erska, <laughs> uh, finally, uh, for the road race, um, uh, when you're riding with your teammates, but on another nation's team, will you look out for each other and maybe let each other in here or there on the course? Yeah, of course, not only teammates, but like if you have some friends in the group, like you're, you're going to always say maybe like, oh, Burska, please, can you let me, let me in or something? And of course, like you do it, no? Unless it's like 3K to go and then you're like, oh, sorry, mate. All bets are off at 3Ks. But Urshka, so good to have you on from the Press Room Podcast. Uh, we're a big fan. We just saw um, Georgia Baker go off. She had a huge reception. Um, any words for Georgia? Go, my G. <laughs> They need the Tour of Columbia women's race. Because do you remember seeing the Tour of Columbia a couple of years ago and how deep the fans were? They're like On each side of it, they were packed. Yeah, I heard like uh, Colombians are, are crazy. But even if you come to like European races and then uh, the Colombian fans with all the flags and everything, like they go crazy. So I, I'm expecting big crowds there. Certainly more than in some women's races, which, yeah. Can be here or there. Yeah. Okay. Well, with your off season, um, what are some of what do you look forward to the most during your off season? Like, is it just a clear mind, not worrying about any racing or any trying to be feared and that sort of stuff? Uh, I just, I don't know, just to stay home, like you know, to stay on your home couch, wow. home bed, even home toilet if you want it. <laughs> like everything, just yeah, just to have some peace, you know. Nobody wants you here or there and. Lati, you just finished your time trial. What I want to know is with your TT before the road race, do you count the TT as a part of your war, like a part of your preparation for the road race as well? Yeah, uh, for sure. It made it possible to come here a few days earlier, uh, also to, yeah, after this jet lag and travel to just um, kickstart your body uh, and have a really good um, effort here already before the road race. So. Yeah, for me it was, uh, I think, a very good preparation towards next Saturday. And it's hard to open up your legs um, properly in, in warm-up in training, right, like you can when you're doing a performance, you know, at actual competition. So, like, some people skip the time trial if it's not their sole focus for the road race, but I reckon it feels like to open up your legs properly in a, in a competition, it's a better way to get them ready, right? Yeah, for, for me it is better. I mean, uh, it's also a bit of a mental fact, I think, just to to know that you already have uh, raced here. So, yeah, for me it's the best option. It was the best option. Okay. Now, I spoke with Urshka just a moments before. She said on her um, off-season she's going to Colombia with today. And I wondered, in your off-season, have you got any trips planned? <laughs> At the moment, not yet. Uh, we are so many times from home that actually when I'm 
not away from home. I actually just want to be at home. So uh, at the moment, I didn't plan any trips. I also have World Championships on the track after this. So it's still uh, half October. So yeah, at the moment, I didn't plan anything yet. But um, yeah, uh, I'll see. Uh, maybe book something last minute. <laughs> Well, we love the fact that you make the big stars, make the effort to come to Australia. So welcome to Australia. We can't wait to see you in the road race. Thanks. Me Thank you very much. <laughs> Nilsson Palace, it looks like you've maybe borrowed one of the women's skin suits. <laughs> yeah, I think I may have uh, taken Lawson's skin suits. His legs are about half the length of mine, so maybe I got his. <laughs> you know, it actually reminds me of the Australian Criterium Nationals like four years ago. Caleb Ewan forgot his skin suit and he had to wear uh, Jess Allen's skin suit yeah. in the actual Criterium <laughs> because he didn't have the national colours. But... Yeah. Did you know, when did you know you had the wrong sit, well, the wrong kit on? No, I think it's the right kit. It's the men's men's TT suit, but uh, I think the shorts were measured for Lawson, maybe. So I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a men's skin suit, but yeah, just pretty short, quite a bit shorter than the shorts I use on EF. So you're in Australia, so maybe it's just like a, the universe wants you to just trim the tan lines a little yeah. bit higher. Yeah, get myself ready for the beach. <laughs> okay, so you're in Australia. Have you been before? Yeah, I came for Down Under and Cadell Evans and Sun Tour a couple years ago, right before COVID, and it was uh, it was such a fun, such a fun trip. I've always wanted to come back, so happy to be here. So you like Australia? I want to know. Do you have a favorite like Australian delicacy, Australian food, anything like that? Hi, uh, when we were staying in Torquay before uh, or between Cadell's and uh, and um, the Down Tour Down Under, we had uh, fish and chips a few times on the beach in Torquay, and that was that was so good. Oh, man, yeah. See, yeah. that's cool, man. All right, well, uh, good luck for the road race, and, um, mate, hope you enjoy Australia. It's so yeah. good here. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty awesome weather. Lo love the atmosphere in Australia, so, yeah, I'm really enjoying it, yeah. You've done, Plappy, mate, you've done about 50 uh, interviews there. I'm not going to ask you the same questions. No. I want to know, uh, I want to know, what did you have for breakfast this morning? What did I have for breakfast? I had crumpets. I've missed my crumpets being in Europe, so I, I was very stoked to have them. I had an up and go, also something you don't get in Europe. Uh, I had a little bit of rice, but didn't really want to stomach that. And then uh, some, some natural confectionery company, mate. Smacked some party mix down. They are notorious. I think the up and goes is the Australian institution. Before any sport, everyone just pumps them in. Uh, it must be sick to be up in the hot seat. But I don't know. Who do you reckon? Uh, who's going to take it from here? Hater, mate. Ethan, uh, I think we'll absolutely fly through this. Yeah. I think we just got here. Remco here on screen. He's uh, he'll have a good run. Look, he was he was a class above for three weeks, and you don't lose that. Yeah. So I think he'll he'll go great. But yeah, look, Ethan. I think this course suits him to a T. Um, Bissiger was strong, really strong. He was definitely up there. Um, but at the same time, look, Garner's a two-time champion. He's going for a hat trick, and champions always find a way. So I think he'll be out there, but no, I'll back my boy Ethan. I think uh, he'll be in the rainbows. Okay, Ethan. And uh, one last one. you got your road bike here, the National Champs Pinarello, mate. That thing is a beauty. Um, it is a fucking ripping bike. Uh, are you just going for a cool down on the road or what? No, I'm going to go grab a beer and just <laughs> sit on the couch, rest up till Sunday. <laughs> That's yeah. all I've got. Mate, Sunday, actually... Uh, I don't think anyone can figure out the course. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, the circuits look pretty hard, but what do you think? No, I've still been trying to figure out this course since they released it a year ago. It's, uh, it's not the greatest course, I don't think. But we'll see. I don't think the hill's going to play any part of it, to be honest. Early, it's just too, too far to go. Uh, and we've got 12 laps on a circuit that is pretty hard. Um, yeah, I hope Bling's uh, on a good one. I'll back him in, but. Uh, he, 
disappears. They were, all the boys are there. They got a little yeah. mini training camp, mate. I missed out. All the big dogs, I know. Like someone messaged me said, I just saw bloody Heinrich. Yeah, they were doing motor pacing. I shouldn't. I should have skipped the TT and just done a boys training camp. Well, they missed the big target. Yeah, they did. Yeah. You're just tuning up for the TT. <laughs> bloody oath. But now. Bling, I reckon, mate, he's, uh, we've got eight guys and look, we've, we've all spoken, we're, we're here for him and we're all in. So I think it's pretty cool to have seven blokes just all around him and supporting him and exactly. So no, no we're all in for Bling. He's, uh, he's got some form and we'll see how we go. that's another episode of the press room podcast done and dusted thank you so much for listening thanks to all the riders that i got to interview today super stoked to have them on and of course uh yeah thanks to zwift and thanks to attacker and smith optics um don't forget to use attackers uh discount code cr dash the press room all capitals get yourself some sweet attacker threads they are going to be in wollongong for anyone who is here with a world sort of VIP tent uh, and a little pop-up shop, I think from Wednesday onwards. So um, yeah, it should be super, super cool. And uh, hey, I'll see you guys tomorrow for another episode and uh, hope you enjoy. All right, legends, see you soon.